0: Well, hey hey what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller podcast. This is episode number 292, and session number 88 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast. And uh man, I cannot believe that we're at 88 sessions so far. That's 88 weeks, which is just crazy. That we've been uh, doing it that long, but it doesn't get old, I love it, I love doing this, and you guys have heard me say it, probably tired of hearing me say it, but I really do love sitting down and uh, and having a chat about business, and that's what we do here on the Ask Scott Session, I have to say, we are approaching the holidays, right, we just basically got through Black Friday, which was pretty amazing, and uh, I have to say, uh, one, of, uh, one of our students, uh, Nick Gamble, who is just crushing it, Nick, if you're listening, man. Kudos to you, bro. I mean, doing a great job. Patience is really the key here, and uh, you know, Nick has been doing this now for over probably a year and a half now. I would guess. Um, I met him out in Texas um, when we had our unofficial meetup, and he's just crushing it. He had a phenomenal Black Friday, phenomenal. Um, the last I checked, he was over. I think it was eighteen hundred units sold in a single day, which is just crazy, right? Um, now. I don't want people to think like, well, okay, that's great, but that doesn't happen all the time, and you're right, it doesn't, but you know what? If he didn't take action, didn't get himself put in that, in that spot to uh, to get that offer of a lightning deal and a Black Friday at the same time, well, then, you know, you didn't take action to get there, right? You have to actually do something in order to get the opportunities uh, to uh, to capitalize on stuff like this, And uh, and Nick, just, again, thumbs up. You can't see me right now, but right now, I'm going to give you a visual. I'm giving you two thumbs up, like way to go man that was awesome and thanks for sharing uh, so uh, again just want to say Black Friday you know, it's past us now you know it was awesome for a lot of us uh, there's a you know fourth quarter depending on when you're listening to this uh, right now we are in December we're approaching the holidays which I'm getting pretty excited about my daughter my youngest daughter um, you know Kayla who is uh, well the time of, of uh, this airing of this she she will be nine um, I'm recording it before her birthday which is the sixth. But uh, she's really excited for the holidays. She just loves, <laughs> loves uh, Christmas and just loves the holidays. And I love her for that because it makes me appreciate the holidays that much more and, and, uh, and enjoying that, uh, that time with your family. So right now, why don't you just think about that for a second? If you are uh, busy and you're just thinking to yourself like, man, this is just getting crazy, slow down, take a deep breath and enjoy The moment, all right? Enjoy the moment. Sometimes we get so tied up and so busy in our day to day activities of trying to grow a business or try to get out of a job or whatever. But you take a minute and just uh, slow down. I'll tell you, I have a 21 year old daughter, an 18 year old son, and a nine year old daughter. And that nine year old daughter makes me really, really appreciate um, the time that we have and these moments that we have. So, definitely slow down and uh, take a deep breath and enjoy the time. All right. It's exciting for fourth quarter, right? Sales are up. Yay. But we want to also appreciate those times. And uh, I got to be honest, like I'm just enjoying these holidays even more with my nine-year-old reminding me of how special it is and uh, just listening to the, the the Christmas songs that she has playing throughout the house. We have surround sound, so she's, you know, every the whole house is blaring with Christmas songs. I actually did a Snapchat the other day coming around the back end of my house, and, and uh, she had uh, it out on the back deck, and it's just a lot of fun. But anyway. Let's uh, let's get to it. What do you say? Uh, before we do jump into, I don't know how I got off on that little bit of a of a rant, uh, but I think it's a good rant. I think you guys got to slow down. I think we all have to slow down. Take a deep breath, relax, enjoy, right? Uh, But be excited as well, right? Uh, Okay, so I just wanna remind you guys, the show notes to this episode will be um, on the seller.com forward slash 292. Transcripts, show notes, all that stuff will be there. And then I also wanted to remind you, if you have a question, Head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash ask and uh, ask away. Uh, Just record a short little message with your name, where you're tuning in from, and uh, your question, and I'll do my best to air it on an upcoming Ask Scott session. All right, so uh, what do you say? Let's kick this baby off. Let's go ahead and listen to today's first question, and I'll give you my answer.
1: Hey, Scott. This is Nate from the beautiful state of Idaho. How are you? Hey, love your stuff. I've listened and consumed most of your podcasts over the past year and really appreciate all you have. So a little about us. We just launched our first private label product on Amazon roughly one month ago. We've seen already great organic sales in uh, through pay-per-click. Uh, we have... Uh, already established quite a few um, great reviews uh, over the past month and and feel really good there overall we 've been very very pleased with our success and the direction we 're heading um, with this product. Our um, seller account is very new, uh, and I, I, I feel that I can sense that that may be holding us back a little bit rightfully so from amazon 's perspective. So here's my question. We rank anywhere from number 25 to number 35 in this very competitive uh, subsection of uh, the sporting goods industry uh, or category, I should say, and uh, every day we, we don't fluctuate much away from that 25 to 35 spot or rank in that category. But the problem is when we uh, we're not we're ranking like page eight, nine, and ten when you actually search for our key term. So we know that most of our sales and conversions are coming from that key term. Yet we're just not seeing much uh, improvement. It's not really climbing up the ladder for the key keyword term. So my question is. Is the reason that we're not climbing up the ladder because of how competitive the market is? Uh, or may it have to do with how new our uh, seller account is and Amazon just not yet putting full trust in us as a new seller? Something's definitely going on because, like I said, we're ranking pretty high in the category, uh, yet for the search term, we're really not doing... We're, we're were invisible. That's that's really my question. I'm trying to figure all this out. Uh, it's been very fun. And man, I, I really can't appreciate or can't uh, thank you enough and tell you how much I appreciate uh, all your help. And uh, um, yeah, if you get get to this, I really would appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. See ya.
0: Hey Nate, thank you so much for the question and thanks for being a listener. And you know, I have to I have to I guess go back a little bit to my intro, uh, I didn't really give us the word of the day or the phrase of the day. Right. And I really wanted to, because it kind of tied into what I was saying about taking a deep breath about, and that is patience. Let's have a little bit more patience. Sometimes it's hard as being an entrepreneur. We're always go, go, go. We got to have some patience. All right. Uh, so, and it kind of leads into what I'm going to say here in my response to Nate's question. Uh, not that patience is going to be the answer to everything, but we, you know, we try things and then we don't get results and then we just think that it's not working, but it just means we might have to keep going at it. We might have to keep pushing uh, or keep driving sales in this case, because really, the big, the big thing here that I'm seeing, there's a couple different things, but the the thing that I'm looking at is your sales are almost a direct, um uh, respond or your your sales are a direct indicator of of your ranking, okay? So if you are not sure if that even made sense what I'm trying to say is if you're not ranking, it's optimization, yes, but it's also sales. If you don't have the sales and you're optimized, you still are not going to be able to rank. It sounds like you're in a competitive space, okay which is going to be harder right off the ground. I mean just starting is going it's going to be harder to rank. Okay, so you need to figure out how can you get sales to match first page, and if that is your one keyword, which again, going back, I don't think that one keyword is the only keyword that you're going to be getting sales from. Yes, it might be one of the main drivers, but it doesn't mean that that is the one that's going to make you uh, successful, Right? I think that, that you have to look outside of that. You have to start looking at more long tail, meaning three, four, five keywords in one phrase, that's a long tail. Um, but yes, you can still start working and keep working and have patience because as you're working, it's going to take time uh, to push for that one golden keyword uh, that you might be going after, the stainless steel garlic press right? versus going after the eight-inch stainless steel garlic press. Press, uh, or maybe the um, uh, I don't know, uh, extra long handle stainless steel garlic press. Like, see, I'm adding a couple of extra words in there that could be also popular. And you won't know these until you start running that auto uh, pay per click because then that's going to start pulling back some of those keywords that might be getting decent amount of impressions, but you're not getting um, you're you're not driving towards those, you're not pushing towards those because. You are not focusing on them, so you're not optimizing for them either. So once you discover the keywords that you could be ranking for better, then you want to start to inject them into your listing, and then start looking at the different key points as far as your title, your bullets, uh, your description, the the backend keywords. Like that's where you're going to want to start adding those now. If you are in a highly competitive space and your competition is already on page one, they have a good, decent amount of reviews, they're going to continually get sales because they're there in front of everyone. I mean, imagine this for a second. You have a store and it's on the busy street of your, of your town or your area, right? And they get a lot of traffic, so they get a lot of people to come in there. And people come in there, they find what they need, and they're, they're going to keep coming back for that thing or those things that they need because... They get it every time they go in there. The customer service is good. It's great, right? You're on another side of town that doesn't get a lot of traffic. You have the same type of product or maybe even a little bit better, maybe even a little bit of a better, uh, you know, customer service, but no one sees you because they don't drive that way to work every day. They don't go through that, you know, that side of town or whatever, right? But if you could put shop up over there. And, and get in front of those people. There's a chance you're going to probably do okay, right? And that's kind of what we're we're talking about here in, in in a certain example is being like you have to you have to get in front of those people. But if you're already in front of those people and your your sales are good and your product is good, people are going to keep coming back. Well, how do you get in front of those people? How do you stake uh you know your your flag or or your your uh, your business in a, a you know a highly targeted traffic, you know, area. Well, you have to get ranked. Well, how do you get ranked? Sales. So the first thing you need to do is you need to understand what are the what are the sales numbers for page 1. Okay? If if it's 30 sales a day and you're only getting 5 sales a day, well guess what? You need 25 sales a day. So how do you get 25 sales a day? Well, you can either run pay per click and see if that can do it. If that can't do it, then you got to start doing discounts outside of Amazon. You got to start building your own email list. You got to start reaching out to influencers in your space. Go to Instagram. Go to Pinterest. Go to YouTube. Go to Twitter. Go to uh, any place that you think that your customers are hanging out or your market is hanging out. Go there. Offer to buy a sponsored ad on their page, on an Instagram page, or on a uh, Pinterest page, whatever. And get in front of the people, right? And then drive people there with a 50% off sale, 75% off sale, whatever, because the goal here is to get sales. And if you get sales, guess what? You can start to rank and then get in front of the people that can then buy your product on a regular, everyday basis. That's how it works. So there's no, there's really no secret sauce there other than you need sales. You need, Well, first off, you need a well-optimized listing. Here's the second part. Because there is three parts actually. The second part is if you are competing in a competitive space, they probably have a high number of reviews. Okay, if you need high reviews, that's going to be a problem. Because even if you get on page one, and you have a, a you know a least amount of or a lesser amount of reviews, I can't even talk today. So. I'm so excited uh, then it's not gonna matter, right? That's why we talk a lot about finding products that don't compete on reviews that don't have a high number of reviews but still get good sales. Uh, so again, you have to think about optimization then optimization part of that is reviews if your competitors have a lot of reviews. So if you're if you're looking at page one and they have a thousand reviews and you only have 50, even if you get on page one, it's gonna be hard to convert on that even though you could. It just, it's just going to be harder, so you have to you have to keep at it. You have to keep driving sales, keep getting people to come through your email follow up, and you have to keep doing that. Um, and then the third part of that is sales, right? You need sales, so you get those optimization points in place, you get sales, and then you should you should be able to start to rank. Okay, that's how it works. But again, I kind of go back to what I said in the beginning. I would not focus on just spending all my energy on the one or two keywords. I would start worrying about, or not even worrying about, focusing on the keywords that are the, the longer tail, the ones that could get you a couple of sales a day or maybe a week, and you get a bunch of those, and then that adds up, right? And then you're... At more of an advantage, I feel, because you're not banking on that one keyword. If you get, if you start losing your rank on the one keyword, your sales don't just automatically wipe, you know, wipe away. So you, you want to just not focus on just that one keyword. The other thing you talked about is the um, the uh, the age of your account or the feedback that you have, and that can be another part of the algorithm of ranking. You're absolutely right. So there's really no set way that I can say, do this, do this, do this, and do this, and everything's going to be perfect. It just doesn't work that way, but what I can tell you is Amazon bases a lot of their ranking from sales, but they can't rank you for keywords if you're not optimized, so that I can tell you at, on a common sense level, um, that that's the way it works, okay? Your account age and your account score as far as your feedback and your your ranking as far as that goes that's kind of like we don't know, right? It's like we we think that if you have a more seasoned account then you'll rank easier. and I would think that that would make sense. but there's no guarantee, all right? there's just no guarantee for that. So hopefully this has helped this little bit of a rant uh, a little bit of a I don't want to call it a tangent, but i I did really kind of dig into all of the different elements that it takes to rank. um and you have to focus on like those things like, Right away, you can say, well, I can see on page one, they're selling 25 a day and I'm only selling five. First thing you got to do, get 20 extra sales a day. Well, how do you do that? Well, pay-per-click or you run some promotions outside of Amazon. Hopefully, you're building your own email list. This is where an email list comes in really handy because now you can run, let's say that you have a list of. I don't know, 2,000, 3,000 emails of people that are interested in your product or in your market, and then you just, maybe you send out 300 you know, people an email on Monday, and then another 300 on Tuesday, and another 300 on, on Wednesday, and you just keep spreading that out, and then all you want to do is pick up an extra five or 10 sales. You just run a coupon or a discount or a percentage off or a flash sale or whatever you want to do to boost your sales using that external, that, that external channel, or you go out to Instagram or YouTube, Again, I'm kind of repeating myself, but it's really, it's that simple as far as going out and finding a way to sell your product, even if it's at a discount, all right? So this way here, you can get the sales. I'm not saying go out there and do that for reviews right now. That will happen if you have your email sequence in place or you follow up with your customers, even if you do it manually. That will start to happen naturally, all right? So let's go ahead and listen to the next question, and I'll give you my answer. Hi there, Scott. This is Chris from England.
2: Uh, Well, I have the question of the century for you today. Amazon yesterday appears to have criminalized, I suppose is the best word, the process of leaving incentivized reviews, meaning no longer sellers are allowed to tout for honest reviews by offering their shiny product in exchange for one anymore. Now, I know that sales and PPC affect a product's rank, but reviews have been an integral part of that ecosystem, taught by mentors such as yourself for years, because those reviews help to give the product the initial inertia of social proof to get it going, etc. So my question's fairly basic, it's uh, what now? <laughs> Are there ways you can see around this and what will you do for your next new product to get reviews? Thanks very
0: much for any insight and love the show. Hey, Chris from England. What's up, man? How you doing? I love that you're calling or you're tuning in or you're <laughs> you're recording this all the way from England. It's amazing. And I've said that before on the podcast, but I can't get over that. It's just awesome. The world that we live in today. This is just great. So cheers to you, mate. I uh, know that that's Australian. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, just wanted to say, uh, you know, I just kind of covered that in that last question a lot about what I'm going to say here, but I will focus more on the review side of things right now. We've talked about that in past episodes. So if you haven't listened to those, go back. TheAmazingSeller.com, just search the, the site on, on reviews or even just look at the, the most recent ones, maybe the past 10 episodes. I'll actually link some up in the show notes to this episode where we talk about the most recent change. For anyone that is listening that's brand new, that didn't hear about this change, or even if you're listening to this and you're a little confused about this, we just did a... a actually, we did a hangout for our class yesterday, and uh, we talked a lot about this because there's a, there's a confusing piece here that people are, uh, well, they're confused, and, uh, and and what that is is the language that they put in their, their terms of service and what people think they can do and what they can't do, okay? I'm going to try to make this as clear as possible to my understanding, okay, and my opinion, this is this is what I'm doing. This is what I believe is okay, okay? You can still give your product away at a discount. Okay, not even give it away. You can sell your product at a discount, okay, and it's totally cool. They're fine with that. You can use coupon code. You can use percentage off. You can use a dollar, whatever you want to do, okay? You can do that. What you can't do, okay, pay attention to this right now. What you cannot do is offer to give a discount in exchange for a review. Let me say that one more time. You cannot give a discount in exchange for a review. So I can't walk up to you or email you and go, hey, Bob, would you like to have my product for free or at a discount or 50% off? And he says, yeah. I say, cool. There's one thing I need you to do, though, in order to get this discount, and that is I need you to tell me that you're going to leave me a review, and I need you to leave me a review on my product. Can you do that? Yes, I can do that. Good. okay, great. Bang. That's exactly what you're not supposed to do, okay? That's that right there is wrong. and uh, that is what they are saying. No, no, we're not we don't want that. You're incentivizing the review. We're not doing that. We do not want to do that. Do not do that. Did I say that enough? Do not do that. All right? Now, what you can do is you can, uh, I'll give you an example of something that we're doing right now, okay? We're building an email list, okay, around a market, okay? Let's say fly fishermen, okay? So people that are into fly fishing, we are going to create a contest. We've done this. It's working really good, and we are buying the actual product. We're not even selling the big product, the big thing, the the big Uh, uh, tackle box or uh, take that back. Let's say it is the tackle box we sell, but we're going to fill it with a whole bunch of lures that we don't have. And we're going to throw in a fishing pole. We're going to make a $250 value. We're going to raffle that thing off or we're going to run a contest for that in that market. So now we're clearly saying, raise your hand if you are into fly fishing or if you know someone that is. And if you are, enter your name and email address and we will uh, allow you to have a chance to win this. Boom. Perfect. Right. On the back end of that, we are building an email list of people that are interested in this market. And then what we can do is we can say, hey, would you like to receive our tackle box for 50% off? If you do, uh, let us know. And then they'll say yes or no, or we can just send them uh, a, a code to uh, or we can do a flash sale for them, whatever, whatever we want to do. But then we can drive sales, okay, over to uh, to our listing, okay? And then we can get the sales. Well, through that process, we're also able to then, Follow up with those people and the people that are buying directly through Amazon all the same. That's another thing in the terms of service. Everyone needs to be able to have the same messaging. They're not going, you're not going to single out people that got a product at a discount or that over here bought it at at regular price. You're not going to single anyone out. It's going to be the same messaging across the board. Nothing changes. Okay. It has to be consistent. That doesn't mean that I can't run a a special uh, over here and keep it the same on Amazon. doesn't mean I I can do that. It's my brand. It's my business. It's my product. I'm still giving away a a product or a, a discount, okay? We'll just call it a discount, okay? So what I'm saying here is I did not ever say join my email list or grab this discount and uh, you can get this money off if you leave a review. I never once said that, and never said it in any of the languaging. That is the future. Okay, that is the future. That I don't think that will ever go away. Uh, I think building your own email list in a market is is the way of the future. I think it's been that way for a long time. We just haven't used it on Amazon as much because Amazon, um, has, they've actually allowed us to go out there and reach these review groups and stuff. We don't want to do that anymore. We want to control our own traffic. All right. So, um, to answer your question on, on that is, uh, and I think I did, but I kind of want to recap on that is we are going to be able to still give discounts. That's what we're doing. And what we're going to do is we're still going to follow up with those people as we always have. Email number one, making sure that everything arrived okay, they're happy, and we might give them a bonus, uh, maybe a tutorial on how to use the product in a video or maybe um, maybe a PDF they can download, 10 recipes to use with a new garlic press or 10 ways to catch your next, uh, you know, your next fish, whatever, right? You get the idea. And then the second email would be more of, hey, wanted to make sure that you got my last email, want to make sure that everything is cool, you're enjoying everything, and uh, we're a small local business, and we're a family business, and then you would say, if you could do me a quick favor, let us know how we did, could you head over to Amazon and write us uh, uh, your feedback, let us know, know," right, that's all you're doing, it's really, really low-key, and it's not like... Uh, we're not saying, go over and leave us a five-star review. We're not saying, hey, go over and leave us um, a uh, a positive review. We're saying, go over there and let us know how we did, and then they're going to decide what that's going to be. It could be good. It could be bad, right? But we're not saying you have to write us a, a good review. And we're people, I, I see a lot of people doing this uh, in in either insert cards, they're like, Leave us a five-star review here, and if if you're going to leave us a review, anything less than, than five stars, email us. Wrong. Eh. Don't do it. Do not do that. That is something that's a no-no, and that's what I say do not do. So hopefully I'm clear on this. Um, You have to still go out there. You're still going to be able to give away product at a discount. Uh, So this way here you can get sales volume and sales velocity, and then from there you can still go after getting reviews by doing the good old-fashioned customer service email support, right? Making sure they're happy. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to one more question, and then we'll wrap this up, and uh, we'll call it a wrap. What do you say?
3: Hey Scott, it's Zawad here from uh, Jamaica, Queens, in New York City. I uh, love the podcast, man. I've been listening for more than six months now. I'm um, actually fairly young. I uh, you relate to your family a lot, uh, just like your son. love playing basketball, uh, love working out. I'm 20 years old, a junior in college. And I started this business about four months ago. And I have two products in the market right now. Uh, I just launched. Uh, two more so i guess that makes it four Uh, and i have two more products in production so i've been going at this thing full force Uh, i actually dropped two of my classes because of this business Uh, i was a full-time student now i'm a part-time student i work part-time as well but anyways i had a question for you regarding uh keywords for keywords when i first started this business i remember tools like merchant words um and then Google Keyword Planner I was using those to get the keywords but right now there are so many other tools that are out there and also Amazon changed their policy as far as how many keywords can go in the back end uh, I just I was just wondering um, your take on this and see what is the best way of getting keywords you know for the back end uh, specifically because there are tools out there who that gets keywords for you but they get a lot of irrelevant keywords for example i search for garlic press for example and they'll give me a keyword for um, iphone 7 like that has nothing to do with garlic press so uh, i'm just wondering what tools you use or um, what exactly you do in order to make sure that you get 10 out of 10 when it comes to the keywords and you you don't miss out on anything so that's my question. Okay, thank you so much, man. Okay, I hope to uh, get this question answered. Uh, I looked into a few places. Uh, I got a few answers. I just wanted to get your take on this. Uh, thank you so much. Okay, and I hope to uh, get the answer question uh, question answered. Rather. All right, thank you so much, man. Okay, have a good one.
0: Hey, Ahad, thank you so much for the question. Hopefully I pronounced your name correctly. Man, I got to say, I'm impressed. I am really impressed. Um, a guy your age and the uh, the amount of motivation and hustle that you have is pretty inspiring myself. So great job. And I just want to give you a little pat on the back and say you're doing awesome. So uh, really, really, really cool stuff. Uh, being a young guy, uh, I mean, you could be doing a lot of other things than uh, trying to build this uh, this this business for yourself um, at your age. So really respect you for that. And it's uh, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty awesome. All right, so keywords, again, this has been kind of the topic of today really is like, you know, I guess optimization and ranking and all that stuff, right? So keywords kind of ties into everything as well. Now, I see people, some people uh, really focusing on like just how do I find all of these like keywords that are going to bring in all the sales. It's really gonna come down to You know, and I know this wasn't your question, but I I need to touch on it. It's really going to come down to finding that handful or a couple of handfuls of keywords that's going to bring in most of the traffic. Like that's what it's about, right? And if you can pick up a few here, a few stragglers, right? That might get you even two, three extra sales a month uh, or even a couple of weeks, whatever, then cool. You just keep adding to that that bucket. Okay. Now, you know, in I I guess in the past when we heard that Amazon was going to allow us to add a ton more characters, we got all excited, and we started throwing in keywords. That's actually been, um, I think, uh, a problem for some people and actually did more harm than good than just stuffing irrelevant keywords. Because if you are starting to rank for keywords that you're not relevant for, you're going to show up, but you're not going to uh, convert, which then can hurt you. So be careful with that. As far as tools go, the best tool I think that you're ever going to be able to use is is really Amazon. It's it's the pay-per-click, right? It's allowing them to tell us what keyword searches are being searched for. Okay. And we're getting impressions for. So your auto campaign is gold. If you have not expanded your budget, like increased your budget on your auto, that's where I would probably start with anyone because it's going to open up uh the floodgates for keywords that you might not even have thought of, okay? Now, there might be some in there that show up too that you're like, nah, I wouldn't wanna show up for that. Well, that'll tell you that as well, right? So that would be the first thing, like sometimes we just start with a dollar, you know, a dollar per click we go to and then we just, we get some data and then we're like, cool, well now we go right into manual mode. But the auto, if you up that and even put it, you know, put a cap on it as far as like how much you want to spend per day, but if you put, uh, if you up the budget on that, you'll start getting even like a wider net of keywords and that there can start sending you down another path because then I would take those keywords and I wouldn't just use those keywords, but then I could use those as new seed keywords, okay? What I mean by new seed keywords, it's kind of like the one keyword uh, that uh, that can, or even two keywords that can then open it up to a whole, nother, a whole nother run of keywords, okay? So I would take that and then plug that into the Google Planner, the free tool, um, and then I would also go over to Merchant Words. I would check that out and see if anything else comes up. Again, you're you're really not looking at the keywords that are technically being used to show up for your competitor. Um, you're just trying to find random ones, hopefully, that your competitor isn't even using right now because then that's going to allow you to have more visibility. Um, so I would say... Those are the two main tools to kind of, you know, to discover keywords. Longtail Pro, a lot of people don't talk about that. Uh, I've used that for years for SEO stuff on my own website, even my photography stuff. and it'll allow you to find, you know, like long tail keywords that you might be missing that get Google traffic. Well, if it gets Google traffic, it might also get Amazon traffic, but you won't know until you put that into a manual campaign, start throwing some money at it and start to see if you're getting any searches. It's one thing to just plug them into the back end and say, "I these are all keywords that I think are going to rank or that I've gotten a few impressions for. But if you see the data in the back end of your pay-per-click of, you know, inside of Amazon, that's really the data that you want, right? If you see a keyword is getting a lot of searches and it's really relevant, then that, you need to make sure that that's that's in the back end, right? We wanna make sure of that. Um, There's other tools, I mean, Keyword Inspector. I think Keyword Inspector, again, is a great way to do a a reverse ASIN search. Um, And again, you guys can find all of this stuff on my resources page, theamazingseller.com forward slash resources. Just go there, scroll down a little bit, you'll start seeing a a section there with keyword related stuff. just check that out. Um, you, you do get double credits if you go through my link. It is an affiliate link. You will buy me coffee. Full disclosure: I have a coffee right now that I actually one of uh, one of my listeners bought me. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you get double credits. So it, you have to pay. It's on a credit system, um, and then you can do a reverse ASIN. Now, here's the deal on that: if you run that that reverse ASIN on your competitor's, uh, you know, listing, it's going to bring back a ton of keywords, but it still doesn't tell you which ones are converting. All right. The only way you're going to know if it converts is if you run it. And if it converts, and if you do that in pay per click, then you can see that it converted. You can see the impression, you can see the click, and then you can see it converted. Now, if it didn't convert, that doesn't mean that it's a bad keyword either. It might just mean that you're not, you're not. Uh, uh, you know you don't have the optimization for that keyword maybe you don't have uh, you know maybe you don't have uh, the reviews that you need to to convert or maybe you don't have the image that will convert because it doesn't it doesn't uh, convey the message in the image related to that that keyword It's kind of complicated to to kind of explain through audio but you get what I'm saying you, you have to be relevant for it but if it's a relevant keyword but yet your picture doesn't really mention it or I guess express it, you need to change that. And that might just be a simple tweak that you can do to then convert on that keyword. So I know that wasn't 100% of your question. You're just like, what, what tools are you are you using right now? It's really the same ones as I've used in the past. There's no, like, I don't believe that there's anything out there that's going to find you that uh, that magic keyword that's going to just all of a sudden click. It's going to take finding a bunch, throwing them in, seeing which ones get impressions, see which ones get clicks, and see which ones convert. That's it. Right. So it's like throwing, in a sense, mud at the wall and seeing what sticks. It's it's that same analogy. And then you just start to prune and, and kind of get rid of the bad and, and keep the good and start expanding on that. But the auto campaign, raising your budget on something like that right off right off the bat, that'll get you data like instantly, because then you can see in your customers um, search report. You can see the actual keyword that was keyed in to find your product. And if it converted, you want to know that. So, hopefully, this helped. I know it was a little long winded, but you know, that's. It's how we roll here, and I know that this Ask Scott session has went longer, and I've said to myself in the past, I should probably shorten these, make them, you know, it's a Friday afternoon. People want to get through it, make them like a 15, 20-minute, but I always go over, and I'm sorry, but uh, I just want to make sure that I cover everything in these questions, and today just went a little bit longer than I expected, so I apologize for that, but I am going to wrap this up. I want to remind you guys, if you want to ask a question then head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. If you want to check out the show notes to this, the transcripts, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 292, and you can find everything over there. And uh, last thing that I want to mention here, actually two things. We talked about it, patience. A lot of times we can make these changes. We want results the next day. It takes time. It takes letting it kind of run, run, run its course. Patience. And also slow down, you know, take a minute, look around, enjoy uh, what's happening and, and you know, the, the opportunity that you have right now, like to be able to do this and to be able to, uh, you know, build something that you can see grow and, and learn through that process. So just have patience, take a deep breath, relax, enjoy, um, and enjoy this time. All right, and it is the holidays too, so enjoy those. Um, And uh, last thing is, I'll just remind you guys, depending on when you're listening to this, but uh, we may have a replay up right now of our last workshop, depending on when you listen to this. If you want to watch that, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And also, I don't mention this a lot, but we do have our private label classroom which will be closing here on the 14th of December. So if you guys have been to a workshop and you guys have seen the private label classroom and wanted to become a student of that and you haven't done so, you may wanna head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop now. So this way here, you can see the details on that as well. We will be closing registration on the 14th. We will be reopening again in 2017, not sure as of when some changes happening there, but uh, definitely would love to have you part of the class if you're not already, and if not, that's cool too, I uh, just want to let you know what's happening out there in TAS land, all right, so that's it guys, that's going to wrap it up, have an amazing weekend, and remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take care action. Have an awesome, amazing day, weekend night, whatever time it is. And I'll see you guys right back here on the next episode.